It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey, Vanessa Ragland. <laughs> I'm podcasting in my negligee. Ooh. Not really. Saucy. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for coming to listen to the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, we have a fun show today. The, our guests today are uh, big pop culture nerds also. So, yeah, it's uh, always I'll, fun to get into those hypothetical worlds and just keep spinning. <laughs> yep, so there's a lot of goofy pop culture talk in this here episode. I yeah. uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, before we get to it, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, if you like the show... You could leave us a great review on iTunes. It's really easy, and it's actually a really good way for us to get featured, and it helps our show grow. Um, so if you just look for us on iTunes and leave us a review, we really appreciate it. Yep. Uh, if you'd like to uh, drop us a line, say anything you like, uh, you can email us at info at popmyculturepodcast.com. As we long will... as you have a boombox over your head. That's right. That's <laughs> say right. anything. Lid dobbler. Uh, so feel free to email us. We will write you back. Yes. Uh, any input's always welcome. Um, Output is especially welcome. It be nice. That's no, all. you don't have to be nice in our inbox. That's true. Just be nice on iTunes. In the inbox, you can get all your hate out. I don't mind. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> boy. You just, unleash, you just open the floodgates. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, if you do like the show also, we are completely listener-supported. Uh, we do get a stray sponsor here and there. But for the most part, uh, your donations make it possible for us to do this. Yeah. We do have some overhead. we got to host this thing and other stuff. So um, there is a donate button on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. Any little bit helps. And uh, if you donate, we give you a shout-out. So, yeah, uh, we do. We do have some people we need to thank. And, uh, oh, yeah. Let's. Oh, oh. Uh-oh, somebody's oh, at the uh, door. Hold on one second. Can you get that call? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello. 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 We're, we're little orphans, and we would love for some, for you to give us some porridge. Or, um, I, won't, I don't really have any No, please, porridge. please. We, uh, we just, we, we'll, we'll do anything. We'll do thank yous. Oh, or, actually, if, yeah. Get in here. You too, little girl. Thank you so much. It's so cold outside here in Los Angeles. This is so chilly. Just tell us who we have to thank. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I got a list here. Uh, uh, the first one is uh, JD. It's two letters. Yeah, it's two letters then, isn't it? J and T. That's that's right. It's JD. That's the person's name. Now go go for it, you little urchins. Oh, JT, you are just the well, best. I really think you'd be a great dad someday, JD. And if you ever had a baby, don't leave it in the gutter because... Got your babies grow up to be baby street urchins. And, That's right. But thank you for your kind donation. And if you're ever interested in saving a little orphan, you could also just donate to us. We we panhandle around the corner and we busk. I play the accordion. Yeah, I, I play the triangle. It's really good. It's really nice. Um, let me look at the Rick. Rick. Rick, you've got a really nice name, and I, I think you would also be a good daddy. And I also really want a daddy. But Rick, thank you so much Rick's for your gift. Rick's got no C in his name. It's just R I K. Rick. It's interesting, Rick. We like it's that. It's like Ricky Tiki Tavi. It is the mongoose. Oh, we love the story of a little mongoose who could. We sure do. We've bitten off the heads of snakes ourselves in hopes to be like Ricky Tiki Tavi. Yeah, but also to eat. Yeah, yeah. Nagayina ain't got right. nothing against my oh, bolos. Looks, looks like there's one more here. Oh, who should we thank? Sally. Oh, now that's a nice name, it isn't sure it, Frankie? Is. It is, Annette. <laughs> what a nice name it is. I'm so glad we have beachy names. We sure do. <laughs> well, thank you, Sally. It means a lot. Same thing with you, Daisy and Rick. 
you're really nice and it's people like you who keep this podcast going. <coughs> Which we would listen to if we had any sort of electronic device. Or any earbuds. We don't even have earbuds to plug into a rock. And I give you that free with most things nowadays. Oh, poor us. Okay, guys. Okay, you know what? I'm going to throw some granola out there. You go pick it up like little pigeons. All right. Yeah, here you go. Clack. That's the noise of a door shutting. We could have also put that in a post. But no worries. Uh, Thank you guys for donating. Um, Yeah. The street urchins thank you, too. They sure Um, do. We really do appreciate every single donation, and every dollar helps because it isn't free to run this. Yeah, and if you want to get something back for your money, we also sell T-shirts online. Yeah, we do. So that's kind of just covering our costs. They're $15. They're really nice T-shirts. There's pictures on the website, and you can get them online. Yep. And I wear mine a lot, and I like it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's get to this episode, shall we? Let's do it. Here we go. Our guests today are two of the stars of Crack.com's flagship show, After Hours. Daniel O'Brien and Soren Bowie are here. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Welcome. Thank you very much. You guys look great. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Do you like our studio? I love it. It's uh, very professional. Very, very, very professional. There's a a dope curtain. And a pool. And a pool. That we're podcasting from today. Mm -hmm. Is this how it usually goes? Do you describe things in the, yeah, in the room? Yeah, that's all we do, and then we're done. We're painting oh. a picture for our listeners. <laughs> our like listeners that. listen with their ears, but they hear with their heart. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Um, we are going to start with just a few things from pop culture, starting with one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. Yep. A little show called Toddlers and Tiaras. Have you guys watched it? I have, yeah. I've only seen a few episodes, but I... You get the gist. Yeah, I understand <laughs> That's it. That's all you need Well, to it was a game-changing episode. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall uh, a couple... Last season. Last season. Uh, there was a bunch there of controversy seasons. around it because Paisley, who was four years old, so her mom... So you better name Paisley. <laughs> Paisley. Of course it is. Do- her sister strikes. Dogs. Yeah. Of course and it is. her brother polka dot. Uh, <laughs> her mom dressed her as Julia Roberts' character from Pretty Woman, right. uh, with, which then pre, sparked this. Pre-racetrack. Uh, yeah. You know, slut stage. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so there's a big uproar. A lot of people said they should never have aired the episode. Is a you know, objective. Most people should have watched Toddlers and Tears. <laughs> so Paisley's back. She's returned. Finally. To the Toddlers and Tears <laughs> arena. Uh, and her mom uh, this time dressed her as Samantha from Sex in the City, uh, saying that there's not as much midriff bared this time, and hopefully she won't be called a prostitute. This time through. Oh, that's a great name. People yeah, are calling her a prostitute? Yeah. They must have been really proud of themselves. I know. And then I her mom. <laughs> One tweet. Prostitute TM. Uh, then her mom was quoted as saying, I got a lot of backlash, people saying that I was sexualizing her, but I made the outfit myself. The outfit was very non revealing, <laughs> and she would not be as well known if it was not for that costume. All of which totally mean it wasn't sexy, right? Right. I made I, it myself. Right. Her logic is sound on that end, but yeah, the, that's amazing. Yeah, I knew that that was a big deal with midriffs. That you're not that yeah. the, a big deal is that seeing a kid's midriff is sexualizing them. Yeah. Um, is that like across the board always, no matter what? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. You said that like it's like it's like. Whenever I see a child's belly button, yeah. <laughs> they have become a sexual object. That's w- not okay. That's not nope, an okay platform. Not at all. <laughs> I watched an episode of something where the kids got to dress the moms up as the, oh. the beauty pageant. Oh yeah. Kids. Wait, I saw that too. But that wasn't Toddlers and Tears. It wasn't. But it was those kids. It yeah. was the same kids. And it was the one. And they talked about the controversy. Oh, that girl. Yeah. That was on a morning show of some sort, right? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. Yeah. So some morning show and and. 
it, the moms, first of all, looked looked like not okay. Yeah, looked terrified. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Even the, the kids looked a little worried like, at the moms. Oh, mommy. But the kids yeah. had like stitched messages into the clothing of just like Save cries for me. help. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, they showed a lot of the pictures of that girl dressed up as um, a prostitute, mm-hmm. a prostitute, <laughs> and um, I mean she. You look at it, and if you, yeah, you, if you didn't know, you'd be like, well, I'd, how old are you? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're gorgeous. You are stunning. Can I take you out? Well, Dude. I'll just say in Paisley's defense. Well, no, this is not in Paisley's defense. She didn't pull it off. I think <laughs> Because there's the little girl that dressed up as Dolly Parton with the cone bra, and she pulled it off, and she worked it, and there was a Madonna that worked it. And this little girl was letting the costume do the work, and that's not going to get you any prizes, honey. Mm. Go back to ho school, yeah. because I'm not impressed. That's not going to get the eye of, of Baby Millionaire, whatever the Richard Gere version of Babies is. <laughs> it's going to rescue her from her life. It's not going to do it. I love Baby Millionaire. <laughs> in the front row and all the pageants like oh I'm so lonely <laughs> that's a new thing I'm going to imagine a lot thank Good. you somebody should they sh- somebody should do like an internet video that's just basically pretty woman with like toddlers oh man <laughs> the entire thing I've fallen into this I, I keep falling into YouTube like vortexes of like you go- you know you search one thing and yeah. then you're like oh this yeah. um, and there are all these movies from the 20s that are there's one called War Babies um What's pie wagon or something? They're all. There was like this whole phase. It was before child labor laws of like babies dressed up as grown ups. It was like how Shirley Temple launched her career before she was Shirley Temple. They're getting into bar brawls with each other and they like kiss and they have fights and it's all silent films. There are so many of them and they're so good. That's there's fantastic. There's one that's more recent. Scott Bayo's in it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. There, yeah, there's one. Shoot, I shouldn't even Baby Scott Baio? I don't the name of it. But yeah, every, they're all children in it, and it's all children doing adult things. Wait, and, it, and it's not its not uh, the musical. It's not Bugsy Malone, right? With Robert Downey Jr. and those other fellas? Yes, it might yeah. be. And Whoa, they're they're no. kids. They're young. Yeah, they're kids. And, and, yeah, uh, that was Alan Parker's movie from like the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jodie Foster, Scott Baio. Yeah. Jodie Foster? There's a prostitute. It's not like... <laughs> oh, wow. She was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah. And taxi. Yeah. She really yeah. driver. I'm not, not taxi show. a movie. I'm not yeah. calling her. <laughs> Look, she's been trying to shed that prostitute image for years. Jodie Foster. What does she have to do? The original prostitute. She's a lesbian. She's a hard worker, but she'll always be a prostitute. In my eyes. <laughs> That's really sweet. I'm sorry, Jodie Foster. I really do respect you. Even in contact, she's an astronaut. We're like, why did we let her fly? <laughs> <laughs> she's such a slut. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, uh, I'm really afraid she's going to find out about this. <laughs> Jodie Foster. Yeah. She's a big listener. I know. You just closed she's a lot small. of doors for yourself. God. <laughs> well, everybody, um, I haven't seen Bugsy Malone. I need to put that on my must-do list. It's but- hard to come by. I actually have it as a Japanese import. Really? Of course yeah, you do. on DVD. But yeah, it's, it's hard to kind of come by otherwise. You could probably find a few clips of it on YouTube. What is that? YouTube is a is a, an internet. The internet is oof, a series of tubes, and, okay. and YouTube is one of those tubes. Oh, and uh, if you if you tell it things that you like, it just gives you. Well, where do you find the tubes though? Almost that. The tubes they're they're they were inside you the whole time. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> oh, that's what that is. Right. <gasps> I've been stuffing things in that thing for a long time. <laughs> I've been using it all wrong. <laughs> Am I wrong in thinking that Scott Bayo was in that? Did he was in it. Yeah. Oh, phew. Yeah, Scott okay. Bayo, Jodie Foster, others. 
Wait, and it's a baby, <laughs> and baby so musical. Babies doing. They're not stuff. babies. They're, they're, they're gangsters. Babies. Yeah, they're, young kids. They're, they're, they're kids. gangsters, and they're they're throwing pies at each other, or maybe they have pie guns. And it's it's strangely never like no one ever says at the end. Hey, what are you babies doing wearing wearing costumes <laughs> no like Muppet this? No Muppet Baby legs coming. Right. No, There's they, they never talk about it. It's never addressed. Not just even like, tongue in cheek. It's, there's yeah. just no mention of it in any, at all. Or like they don't sometimes have to deal with kid stuff. It's like it's all adults. <laughs> accepted rules in that universe, yeah. in that film universe. I don't want to live there. Have you ever seen a um, – there's this Western out there from like the 30s called The Terror of Tiny Town. you ever seen that? No. no. It's a com- – Complete. Some midgets, is it? Yeah, is it a, oh. it's a little person western. <laughs> wow, every single wow. little person in it is a little person. It's out there. There's things like that. Wow, seek it out. No, no I, won't. I think I've seen footage from that. People use clips from that a lot. They use the bar fights of like midgets being thrown out a window and in cowboy hats and yeah, and they ride like oh. Shetland ponies around and stuff like that. Oh, cute! <laughs> it's adorable. You uh, save a lot on food if you're a midget. Oh wow! <laughs> we might have to cut that do you, out. Do you? Though? It's not so much might as will. <laughs> well, here's something else to speak about. Portion control. <laughs> Good God. Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick, who have been married for 23 years, boom, uh, boom, it was boom. just discovered they are distant cousins. She is six degrees of separation away from her own. All right. <laughs> Listen, if you're more than second cousins, it's all fair game, uh, I think. It's probably all right. I'm good. Yeah. It was discovered on that PBS show, Finding Your Roots, where they trace your genealogy. Wait, which PS? That show is some BS. Right. Some TBS? <laughs> some <not> PBS, <laughs> Public <PBS> bullshit. <laughs> Public bullshit. Because it's like Gwyneth Paltrow did it. It's like all these super rich people are finding out like, oh my gosh, my great-great-great-grandfather was a rich white man. Like, yeah. get over good, it. Good. Find that out on your own time. Yeah. There's never you're you're never gonna have Sandra Bullock on there. It's like, oh wow, we owned a lot of slaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my grandpa. <laughs> so that's where the money comes from. So my grandpa was Magellan. <laughs> so crazy. Oh well. Then we, you know, they, they don't show the poor people just paying twenty bucks to root finder. And it's like, oh. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> your grandparents are criminals. <laughs> they fled their country and came to America. Congratulations! Do you guys know a lot about your lineage? Have you ever been into that? Uh, I know a little bit, not uh, not as much as I'd like. I know that on on the Italian side of my family, oh. it's there's there's a whole lot of scandal of of uh, my great. Grandma, when she was coming from Italy to America, met a guy on the boat. I was like, this guy, this is the one I'm going to marry. And uh, her brothers, it's Italian, so there was like 13 or 100 brothers there. They were like, (laughs) no, he's from a different province in Italy that we don't get along with. So they kidnapped my great-grandma at knife point and forced her to marry. Wait, her brothers kidnapped her at knife point? Yeah, on a boat. Is he really kidnapping if it's your sister? I guess you just live, you, you live together. So she's I like, hope don't so. leave. Yeah. I hope that that's still a law. I think it is. Oh, wait. They were brother and sister. No, it's fine. I make a really terrible lawyer defense. Is it really a crime? <laughs> oh, it is. It is. That okay. was my whole thing. The okay. cops are just mad at you. We rest. For having wasted their time. <laughs> you guys were related. Oh, stick the oh. knife in deeper. <laughs> wait, what happened, though? She got married to the, They were like, no, you can't marry this guy marry this other fella um 
who I know as great grandpa, <gasps> and that's oh, and they no. just got married, and that's the start I of the. I thought that there was going to be a happy ending about the one she well, loved. I'm no, I'm the happy ending that it eventually oh, yielded me. Uh, that's good news. <laughs> that's, it, that's okay, right? Maybe it's just like on its way to a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're in the so middle of the story down. right now, where things like things were going good for a little bit, and now we're at that oh oh another twist in the tale. Yeah, that's where we are right now. This is as bad as it can yeah. possibly get, but something's coming, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twelve, Sunday, yeah, December twenty second, twenty twelve is coming. Yep. Step oh. up, be a hero, <laughs> they, save you know, the world. You know what's a super a, a big drag about the whole twenty twelve? If I may go on a tangent, sure. Nice. Is that um, because of the time that we created the modern calendar, Caesar or whoever did it, Constantine, who, Soren? Julius Caesar, Julius Caesar, um, created the modern Augustus, calendar. Maybe, uh, it was. The date that it was chosen didn't take into account several years. So according to the Mayan calendar, 2012 has already happened like a year and a half ago. With so and little I, hoopla. Years. And leap years. Leap years was a thing. That's right. Thank you. Leap year was a thing that uh, we never took into account. So the official Mayan 2012 happened. And I never thought anything was going to – I didn't think the world was going to end. But it I been kind nice of wanted to it fanfare. to. I wanted to be able to <laughs> – well, fight sad. something at the end of the world oh yeah like something exciting happened but now we've already missed that boat maybe it did end oh what wow. it's like the sixth sense right now we're all yeah. dead and we don't know it yet oh no <laughs> a big big reveal i don't there's like just that. there's just one little boy who's still alive who sees everyone <laughs> just well it's too much out. trouble at this point i'm yeah. not gonna tell them well, let them do their thing <laughs> they're all happy i like this it's like lovely still yeah anybody see that what <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert never mind Lovely Still. It's a great movie. Came out last year. No, I don't know what that is. Is it about child gangsters? I don't... No. no? It's even better. Old Are you thinking love. of 2012? Yeah. The movie? Yeah. No! Okay. Yeah. I just renamed movies something with Lovely in it. What was that one movie, Lovely Robot? Oh, Terminator. It all works out. I'm sorry to hear about your great grandma, but I'm glad that you. No, it's fine. You came out of the deal. Thank you. Did you like your great grandpa? I never met him. Oh, did I've you seen, hear? I've seen pictures of things? him. He seemed like kind of a tool. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to think about people from that era looking at pictures right. and be like, "What a tool!" <laughs> <laughs> to look at a photo from like the 1920s or the 1930s and be like, "Oh, that guy." Who's this chump? <laughs> Not even smiling. Look what he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Like a total D bag. <laughs> He's totally sepia toned. What a jerk! What so, a jerk. Take us with Instagram. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he thinks he's so cool with his mustache. <laughs> Fucking hipster. No, Ooh, no that, he didn't that, have a razor. That wheel on your bike is so big. The other one's so small. Whatever. Oh boy. Well, uh, I'm glad we could finally movies. stick it to my great grandpa. <laughs> That's why I came here today. I, so. I mean, we got the email that you really wanted yeah. us to work that into our conversation. Just as as many seamless. different topics we can steer towards my great grandpa, I'd really appreciate. Speaking that. of a holes, Papa Joey in heaven. My Aww. family, I I know that in my distant uh, lineage, that my family had a family feud with <gasps> the Faulkners. The Faulkners, yeah. Whoa. And I think one, I don't know exactly what it happened, but one side it killed somebody from the, the other side. Of fury? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they, they hated each other. A real feud. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Who killed who? Did your side kill one of them? I'm not sure. Probably. I mean, yeah. If I had to Let's, guess. Yeah, you look a little wily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's in your blood. Where does that happen? That was in the South. South. Right? Yeah. Um, 
think that they lived in like Kentucky or somewhere, some other state that's shaped like a chicken wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of them over there. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I think that's what makes good literature, right? And the South is where all the good feuds are. Anyway. That's true. Yeah. People throwing moonshine. And, yeah. Nobody does it right here. No. Or in the North. <laughs> yeah. Stupid everywhere uh, we else. We had some great feuds up in Sacramento. <laughs> you, just weren't, you weren't around fighting over gold. <laughs> And then you just settle it with a little map. Yeah, <laughs> okay, you true. stick over here. <laughs> we'll do this part. <laughs> That's how people in Sacramento talk. <laughs> All of them so dead on. I've had my especially during from- the gold rush too. Oh yeah. Hey guys. Welcome oh my to god, the river. is that gold? <laughs> There's gold in this here river. I'm so gonna prospect that gold. <laughs> Get me that picky thing. <laughs> um, my family's all from Tennessee. Like weird background both sides and um my mom's side is kind of like respectable ish if we like somebody got into history and lineage and we were looking through all this stuff and it sort of made sense and then like someone on my dad's side decided like oh yeah let's make a family tree and it just doesn't go back very far (laughs) and it ends with people named hoodlum and rabbit Wow. And they're like, and then we don't know what happened before that. That's like a that's like the peanuts Christmas tree. That's the (laughs) tiny little dismal thing. A tiny sad You realize you just wrote a children's book. (laughs) Hoodlum Rabbit. Come on. I think it's racist. (laughs) I was thinking of Br'er Rabbit. (laughs) Wow. And now you're racist. Song of the South, anybody? Yeah, no? of course. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That, of that, course. That also is, Song of the South, yeah. It's, that also is we wrote super about hard it. to come by because Disney's super embarrassed about it. Yeah. But it was on Laserdisc in Japan. So I used to have a what VHS transfer of that. Well, that's like, they'll put anything out there. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you went there to get all of your American culture. That's right. I used to have a VHS like <laughs> copy of it that somebody had burned or whatever. And it was just normal, except whenever the songs came on, Japanese subtitles popped up. So well, that's kind of a nice touch. Had you know Japanese figures underneath it. It was pretty awesome. It actually enhanced it. Yeah, made it a little bit better. Makes the experience a little more interesting. I think people would have liked it a whole lot more. We wouldn't be so uptight about it if there was more Japanese characters. Yeah, it would have really helped it out. Yeah. You said you wrote about it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, for the our site, site covered it. Yeah, yeah. About Song of the South. Yeah, Tell we talked more. about the most racist um, Disney, Disney cartoon cartoons. characters. Oh, who make the list? Well, the. the can you say tar, tar baby, baby? Yeah. <laughs> the, the tar baby that's what it? he was called <laughs> yeah um there's a uh there's another there's some kind of horrible native american stereotype yes right? it was in peter pan um in peter pan there are the they they sing, sing a song called what makes the red man red oh yeah and they meet with the indian chief and the little girl the young indian princess there's that one um native american princess yeah. thank you <laughs> oh, there's that cab and roger rabbit <laughs> the whole Cars movie? Yeah. Oh, but that's Pixar. That's racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's with me? Cars? Super racist, right? Like they pick the meanest voices to give to those different cars. I guess. I mean, it'll be like an Italian sports car, and it'll be like, "Hey, Mario, make a spaghetti." Yeah, that and Rio, I think, are disgusting racist movies. How did you just pronounce that, by the way? Which one? The say the the Italian name. Hey, say that hey Mario, I make you the spaghetti. Mario, Mar- dance dance is it Mario? I'm from the East Coast, and we all say Mario. No, yeah, we don't. Yeah. I'm from the East Coast. Well, where we where go. where? I'm from Tennessee, Tennessee, Virginia, and New York, and everybody okay. said Mario in all three of those states. Uh, well, I don't want to call you a liar. But on your own show. But there's like a, I, I've heard people say like Mario Lemieux and things like mm-hmm. that, like that live on the East What's Coast. What's that? 
He's a, a hockey, s- hockey player. Played for the Penguins. Yeah. The, it, it's Mario, Dan. Mario says his own name in the game. <laughs> and it's Mario. It's a ma- Mario? It's a Mario. It's a, well, it's it's a Mario or Mario, whichever you prefer. He's Italian. He's Italian. He's got an accent, so he's going to pronounce it Mario and like, like, oh, Daniel, he would say to me. But we know it's Mario and Daniel. But we but all know wait. that. We've just listeners. Daniel they're all nodding in agreement. Would be your name by your reasoning. Yeah, Daniel. Dan- Dan- Daniel. Mario and Daniel. <laughs> so it doesn't quite work. <laughs> Hanging out in the barrio. About <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation, there's always one that really bugged me. Which it's 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 I guess I don't know if it's correct or not. But Stanley, you know the great Marvel guy. Uh, I always said Magneto. Because Whoa. what do you put on your fridge? A magnet. But you don't put a magnet on your fridge. And he always says, Magneto. I've always said Magneto as well. It's just always kind of bugged me. I don't know. It just In my mind, in reading the comics growing up, I was like, magnet, mag- magnetism, magnet, magneto. Yeah. Like, I just words wouldn't. don't make sense. You can't apply that kind of logic to words. Uh, yeah, I think the, the, problem. the problem was that my first introduction to X-Men was through the cartoon instead. And mm. they all called it Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. Well, I know it's technically correct or whatever. It just bothers me. I see what you're saying, But it just just always kind of bothered me. Like, I know, like, if you put the O after that, it would make the E sound different, but it's still a magnet. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) where do you stand then? (laughs) Is Magneto magnetic? I don't know. He is magnetic, yeah. Yeah. Oh, then I understand you. He's got a great personality. <laughs> People are just drawn to that guy <laughs> at a party, you know. Yeah. Uh, so here's something we definitely need to talk about. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Battleship mm-hmm. is coming out this summer. Yes. <laughs> I, I I think I speak for us all that we're really excited to see oh, the cast yeah. of Friday Night Lights battle. Yeah. Yeah. Giant aliens. There's a there's a true blood vampire in there too, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the best one. <laughs> and Rihanna. Rihanna's in it too. Right. As, a, as a soldier yeah, of some. Hi, I met Rihanna. It's Rihanna. It's Mario. Mario's in it. Mario's in it. Mario's in it. Uh, Madonna is going to make a cameo. <laughs> it's basically just like Transformers in the water if you yeah. look yeah. at the preview. And it's probably going to make a ton of money. And I doubt any of the cannons shoot little red or white pegs, which really. I'm so excited for the moment in that movie where they're. Uh, their radar goes out and they don't know what they're aiming at and they're like well we just have to shoot at different quadrants of the ocean (laughs) and that's like uh, that'll be a healthy portion of the movie I have to assume that they're just firing blindly to like well that section over there that's clear over there yeah. We, we haven't hit anything. Yeah. <laughs> so they said we missed. Are you sure? I think they're cheating. Just look <laughs> yeah. We can't Can you, look over there. Are they moving it. their ships? Yeah. Wait a second. Allowed. They've stacked all their ships on top of each other? <laughs> <laughs> Rookies. Also, I'm excited. I know at some point Liam Neeson is going to say, you sunk my battleship, or we sunk your battleship, or someone is going to say some cousin of that phrase, <laughs> and I can't wait. I know it needs to happen. Look, listen, they're going to sink your battleship. Yeah. Here's oh. what you're going to do. <laughs> Dynamite Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just started me thinking about like, all right, it's probably going to be a big hit, right? So what what are we going to see next? Like, what's going to be the next board game adaptations that are going to s- skyrocket to the silver screen? Well, someone fancy is doing a Monopoly movie. Yes, isn't that yep. happening? It is. And the Candyland uh, movie. Yeah. Candyland. I wrote movie. Uh, Jim Carrey's in the Candyland movie. Mm-hmm. Did I dream that? I think that's right. No, that's real. I wrote an article about this about the ones that I'd hoped that they would make and gave them like suggestions for what the plot could be. Soren is just every topic you bring up. He's like, oh, I've written about that. Uh, funny you should mention my my dissertation was actually. Well, what would your top pick be? Um, I would really like to see Guess Who. Oh yeah, <laughs> as like a noir, but like a d- in there, it's dinner a party kind of movie. Yeah. 
Well, they're. It's I'm, just, I'm the, just setting it at a dinner party. Sorry, you go with your. <laughs> oh, God. so they're at a dinner party. Detective, yeah. detective. Uh, so was he black? <laughs> you can rule out 98 percent of the board. <laughs> uh, it starts at a dinner party and then immediately leaves. <laughs> okay, and good the real enough. story starts. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> there, it's about a, a, a noir detective who's who's. They're they're trying to put together a. They're like alienists. And they're trying to figure out who the serial killer is. Based on these uh, characteristics, but the two fall in love as they're of doing it. Of course, they do. Yeah, I think who it was be really it? Good. Who that, was the killer? Bald, redheaded yeah. man. It was Herman. <laughs> yeah, I hate him. <laughs> Herman Jerome. <laughs> he just gave a gesture as if to imply that he and Herman are really tight. <laughs> I love the mic picked up me pounding my chest, <laughs> much in the way that homies do when greeting one another. Hey, homie. Yeah. Herman. Oh. <laughs> Herman, my homie. <laughs> Herman. <laughs> um, I'd love to see Risk, though. Risk would be, Ooh, a, Risk would be, a be one. the longest movie ever. It'd be 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. It's a miniseries, yeah. HBO miniseries, right after they've yeah. run out of Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Man, I would love if the Monopoly movie doesn't actually have a satisfying ending like it just it goes on forever until everyone gets tired and leaves because that's every game of monopoly yeah. i've ever played has never had a winner so at like the three hour mark of monopoly the audience just i'm, I'm sorry i've got i've got other things to do and we all just leave <laughs> the movie keeps going it's just a guy driving a square mile who suddenly winds up with 200 dollars in his pocket every time he does it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, is, this is the cop. best place yeah. ever one generous cop. <laughs> Been in jail for three rolls. Yeah. <laughs> as literal as they could make it, I think it would be a better movie. If you have a, the, if the protagonists are a thimble and a hat, <laughs> and it's everybody's just, fighting over how that am car. I sentient? Yeah. How am I sentient? <laughs> I'd like to see a, a hungry, hungry hippos movie. Ooh. It's yeah. good because think hippos about are it. Brutal. We're losing the war on terror, right? They've already got dolphins <laughs> working for us to to put off mines right. in the sea. So they breed these these territorial. They don't have to breed them; they're things. real. They, exactly. No, but they they try to. Like, are you doing like how hippos existed? They try to soup them up. They try to make them super buff, so they feed right. them these white pellets that are full oh. of hormones and steroids yeah. to make them bigger. But then <gasps> they escape from the lab, and then they're just trying Caesar to eat everything in their sight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. No. Is that Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Okay. I didn't see that. I was there. my mind was on Deep Blue Sea that whole time. Oh, that one works too. Yeah. I like that. You movie. meant Lovely Caesars, huh? Lovely, Caesar. lovely yeah. monkey movie. I was terrified for a moment that, that was a pretty still reference, and I was like, "Oh God, I don't know this movie." But I said, <laughs> "Lovely still, old people romance." You guys check it out. I think they. Yo, should you make- guys want to go see a movie like these old people? Old people romance. Oh, there's romance. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right, put the John Carter tickets back. We'll go see that instead. <laughs> Oh, I actually like John Carter. I'm going to go on a limb there. I've heard a bunch the movie of people you that saw liked it. it. I did see the movie. Yeah, I did not see it. I thought it, it judging by the, I haven't seen it, but judging by the trailer, it looks like it's a guy who defeats everything by jumping high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, yeah. That's the Shaquille O'Neal no story. Kind of <laughs> I do like stories. I mean, I love jumping, so <laughs> you can relate. Yeah. You should. He's a really good jumper. Did you love <laughs> Kangaroo Jack or what? <laughs> yes, very good movie. <laughs> so good. Jumping Jack Flash. Not what you think it is. Uh, really disappointing. Nobody jumps. <laughs> Jumper the movie. Also, parallel jumps, not vertical. 21 Jump Street. Very little jumping. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm There's sorry a lot of disappointing movies out there. <laughs> Leap Year. Also, not what yeah. you think it is. <laughs> You'll make the jump movie that you want, man. Yeah, the time is right. Thank you. I think they should make um, Pretty Pretty Princess the movie. Is that a game? Yeah. 
In yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Old people romance. What is, what's it about? It's called, no. Well, I'll explain the game first. As best as I can remember, I may or may not have played this at a girls' night with Sangria lately. Um, but basically, the game is you roll things. There's a bunch of girls, and there's a heap of accessories. And you're like, oh, I get a ring. And you just stack up. Like, people stack up the things, but the thing you really want to get is the crown, and there's mm-hmm. only one tiara. And so it's like, oh, I'm sorry, it's my turn to wear the tiara. And then the person with the most accessories and the tiara wins. Yeah, you, it's you, all jewels. Yeah. It's a jewel game, yeah. You roll things? You roll people, fruits, whatever. <laughs> Babies. It <laughs> is It is in production. Yeah. Called Greedy Little Bitches. <laughs> Starring Leighton Meester. That's going to be great. <laughs> the head bitch. Can we make a Shoots and Ladders movie? Yeah. Oh. Then oh, yeah. you can make like Shoots and Ladders 2, just yeah. shoots. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know? that's what people want to see. Yeah. Is that not yeah. in production? I thought for some reason somebody was actually making a shoots and ladders. I know that movie. sounds really? familiar. I think yeah. it's a kids movie. Yeah, I feel like I read that. Yeah. Um, what could I mean, it be? <laughs> Hasbro made some huge deal where like six or seven different Hasbro properties were purchased at the same time. I might be making this up. No, you're right. But I think it was around the time right. like Battleship yeah. and Stretch Armstrong was optioned for a movie with uh, Taylor Lautner mm-hmm. and Monopoly and like all these other different. Loutner. Horrible, bad ideas. Loutner. Loutner. You were is just that... full of funny things today. Is that, is that, is that <laughs> I not think right? it's Lautner. Lautner? Mm-hmm. Lautner? <laughs> L-A-U. It looks Lautner. I'm with you, Dan. Yeah. It's okay. You're all right. Thanks. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Table flip. Um, I'm super I would love to see a, um, like a game that's, not, that's based on like a childhood game but isn't necessarily a board game, like Seven Minutes in Heaven or something oh. like that. <laughs> A whole game. I think they made a, a whole horror movie, movie called that. Seven Minutes a whole in movie Heaven. About that or just game, a, yeah. a, a toy that has it's not even fun, like Light Bright, the movie. Or Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> oh, creepy. I was always so Freaky jealous out. of friends who had that. I didn't have electric toys. So. Why not? As a family rule? or It just kind of turned out that way. The yeah. closest thing I had was a glow worm. Yeah, <laughs> those were cool. Yeah. it does. I think I did a song, right? And its mm-hmm. face lights up. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Everybody thought Teddy Ruxpin was so cool because you, there was like that urban legend that you could put in whatever into his tape player and he would mouth it, but he totally doesn't. Yeah. It's just the stuff that you buy. Aww. Also, Aww. Teddy Ruxpin, if you are a, an aggressive child, like you play with your toys and throw them around, his bottom jaw comes off right away. <laughs> and then it's, when he talks to you, it's just this terrible, freaky upper <laughs> snout Heard. moving a little bit. He looks like one of those smoker commercials. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't like that trend that's happening. It's, it's horrifying. Whenever those things come on, I mean, they're not, I, I don't smoke anyway, but it makes me just upset. Like, I don't think that's going to change anyone's mind because you can't even watch the whole thing. Yeah. Like, as soon as you see that old, like, crickety hand like reaching to plug her throat oh yeah. but I, I would listen to tubercule ruxpin you know he's got tuberculosis <laughs> telling you a story takes 15 minutes to cough every once in a while oh. kids would listen ah, I, I actually I, I like the sound of that <laughs> take me there <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about your guys' show on cracked.com after hours uh season two just kind of started up recently yep. Uh, how'd you guys come to Cracked? How did this whole thing start up? I, uh, back in 2007, submitted an article on, on a whim to the editor at the time, uh, just because I was like, hey, I'm a big fan of the site, and I, and I know a lot about Die Hard, and so I wrote 3,000 words about it. Do you want it for money? And they did. <laughs> they wanted it. And they, and, was uh, it just a random submission? Or it was a completely been... random submission. Wow. I didn't know if they accepted submissions or anything like that. Yeah. I just said, hey, I'm a fan. I think this fits your voice. 
here, you can have it. And they ran that, and I started doing more freelance work and freelance editing and writing. Mm-hmm. And then they hired me right out of college and moved me from Jersey to Santa Monica. And, uh, then Not we, a bad transition. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then Soren was working in the same building for a different website called Trails.com, and we stole him. And, How did you uh, steal him? Did you guys know each other before? No. No. Um, oh. Yeah, we met working for the same – we have a parent company called Demand Media, and mm-hmm. I was working for a different website for them. And I was submitting uh, sketches to Cracked. Oh, cool, yeah. And, uh, and then they were shooting uh, a web series called Agents of Cracked, and they would ask me to do um, extra stuff in it every once in a while. And then it became a character, and then, yeah. and then I started filling in for Dan's column every once in a while yeah. uh, as a writer, and then gradually got my own column and then became an editor for the site and started working for it. Yeah. We, oh, we, yeah. we all knew that Soren was funny and just tried to sneak him in anywhere we could until he was clearly invaluable to the site like i would take a, uh, a week off from my column every month and have him write just write for it. fun just to get Soren in just to get Soren in there yeah and because i'm just the laziest <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah and we had him in agents of cracks because that series didn't have a budget at all so we were like it was uh michael and i were the main characters mm-hmm. in it and we're like we need a third person <laughs> And Soren was, we knew he would be around because he works in the building. Right. So. That's the yeah. most ringing endorsement we yeah. knew he'd be around. <laughs> Soren, you're, you're always very present. <laughs> that's how it works, though, is it's just, it's, it's proximity. Yeah. It's who's there at the right time. And who shows up and does a good job every time. Yeah. yeah. That will do everything for you. Now, Dan, didn't you submit something else to Cracked first? <laughs> Are you Did you submit out another article that, or that just wasn't quite right for the site? It wasn't right for the site. It was terrible. I, uh, <laughs> Is there anything that I'm not allowed to say on this show? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Okay. I submitted two articles. One of them was um, Five Lessons Learned Watching All the Die Hard Movies, which is a very straightforward – this is perfect for Cracked. It's a list. It's informative. It's based in observing pop culture. And the other one was uh, called The William H. Macy Institute of Hard Fucking. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just an advertisement for exactly what it sounds like. And it was – and I just wrote out a script of Oh, my gosh. (laughs) William H. Macy enters, and there's like a white room in the background. He's like, People know me for my acting, but few people know I'm a celebrated hard fucksman. <laughs> and just going, and like all these stories, like testimonials of people who have, oh yeah, I, I go to the William H. Macy Institute of Hard Fucking. Wait, and here's was this what I a learned video? My, it was, yeah, I was pitching it as like a script. Okay. A I was script. like, How did he write this in an article? Yeah. William H. Macy walks yeah. in. <laughs> Dick out. Ready to go. And very clear to them, like, Look, this is William H. Macy, or it's no one. <laughs> So you need to get him. It's funny because no one even does like a William H Macy impression. Yeah. No. It's a very so it would have yeah. had to be William H yeah. Macy. And they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't say like, look, William H Macy doesn't want it, but we've got Philip Baker Hall. Fuck no, Philip Baker no, Hall. No, thank you. Read the script again. And they didn't. The editor at the time didn't even acknowledge it. He refused because I sent two, two articles at the same time. And he was you like, sent them in the same message. In the same message, yeah. And he That's was like, a hey, I, I, uh, uh, the format that you sent this in, I couldn't open on my computer. Could you send that Die Hard one in a different format? Yeah, do you want the hard fucking one too? Silence. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible they just didn't deliver the message yet. Oh, That's yeah. Be out That's there. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. It's just floating around in the Matrix somewhere. Yeah. And William H. Macy, if you're listening, I know you are. Uh, I still have that script. I'm ready to shoot it whenever. He and Jodie Foster are sitting together just shaking their heads. (laughs) (laughs) What have they done this episode? It's really off the tracks. Should we we write them? I think we should write them. (laughs) On the slide. That's a really good Jodie Foster impression. (laughs) Thanks, thanks. Jodie Foster. I started the accused. Maybe she you remember so me Napoleon camera. and Samantha when I was a kid. 
I directed the beaver. <laughs> That's her finest moment. I haven't seen the beaver. You should see it. You should see my beaver. Wait, what? Jody, no. What? No. Oh. Put it away. Oh, sorry. Frost and Todd all grown up. <laughs> Yuck. That's just a regular prostitute. Prostitute? What? Okay. <laughs> well, then how did you guys all come together to form After Hours? We started... Um, the idea was originally to do something that was pop culture related that was a bunch of people sitting around a diner and talking or sitting around a, a room Mission and just talking about, about <laughs> um, pop culture. But we tried it originally. The prototype was uh, improv. And it mm-hmm. was we basically just had questions that we would ask that were... Uh, that we'd pose to each other, and then everyone would kind of go through and ask and answer those questions. Two things wrong with that: improv, terrible, and B, <laughs> we, we used uh, nine people in a room. Oh, uh, three things wrong with it, and there was alcohol. So it was just, it was just nine people who had who had booze confidence, and and everyone was like, "Well, I'm the I'm the funniest here," and there are cameras rolling, and someone would just be like. Hey, Star Wars, I'm right, guys, go. And so it's we just sound like yammering nutbags oh, because we're all talking on top of each Everybody other. Talking, yeah. It's, yeah. it's impossible to edit. It was, yeah. it was you should so listen to our holiday episodes. Yeah. The same thing. <laughs> I did uh, one of the fir- uh, first things I got when I moved here is I did the pilot for MTV's Yo Mama. I was mm-hmm. one of the trash talkers on it. Yeah, excellent. Represent. Was, it was, they actually aired it third, but they didn't know what they were doing at all because mm-hmm. the first thing they shot. And like at first, it was like the first round, there was like 12 of us. Mm-hmm. All talking over each other, trying to like do these jokes, and like there's Ooh. only like I wrote like twenty or twenty five your mama jokes or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And so I worked really hard in trying to craft actual like weird different things and whatever, and like you'd burn through them, and then they'd be like, okay, we're gonna go back, we're gonna do it again. Um, like let's let's not let's kind of try. Like, it's got to look like we're like facing off, but we're gonna like kind of share the floor. Like really make sure we each have a turn. To, we like, want this to be a very friendly in. Yo Mama Smackdown. And it was like in front of people like sitting on bleachers watching us or whatever oh. who were reacting like oh or whatever right. But like if you did a joke again, they wouldn't react. And it's like well yeah. Yeah. this is for TV. Like wow. so we'd be burning these jokes. And so by like I ended up winning my my little subdivision, and I had to go against this other guy to determine who was going to represent Venice. <laughs> <laughs> and at Obviously that point, I had burned through like 25, 30 jokes, as had he. We had like nothing left for the finals when we're supposed Do to be one like of those throwing just down your our mom good is stuff. So fat jokes. Yeah. Those go for great. <laughs> she sit on the quarter and a booger come out of George Washington's nose. What? Is that a... <laughs> <laughs> that, should be, that should be your approach, too. You should be like... Shy and laughing right. through your snaps. <laughs> Tell me you just made that up. Is that? I feel like that was going around on the bus when I was in second grade. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> she sits on a quarter, right? And there's like so much of her. Her mass is so great, okay, that the the pressure forces uh, a little like silver booger out of George Washington's nose. Not George like Washington his, on the quarter. Not like his tongue out of his mouth or his brain out of his eye sockets. Just a boogie. No, Jesus. Who's <laughs> the first president of America? He I'm picturing a really a fat mom. Issue. I don't know if you have the same mom in your head as me. No, I don't mean the George Washington on the quarter. Like, she's so fat that she sits on the quarter and then somewhere in a grave, <laughs> deep below the earth, he feels the pressure. No zombie booger comes out. Well, Layers. Yeah, yeah I do kind of intense your mama jokes. Inception of your mama jokes. Congratulations. <laughs> I've got it all wrong. I'm so curious about yeah where that joke was invented. It was some child being sat on by a brother or sister or sibling and like 
screaming so hard that snot comes out and being like, oh, 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 oh. Wait, save this, save this. <laughs> Remind me to email uh, Wilmer Valderrama in 25 years. <laughs> this joke is going to be gold. Was he the producer of that? He hosted he it. Hosted. Oh, yeah. that's right. You do that. You win $500 cash money. That was like his catchphrase on the oh, show. Cash money. Yeah. Um, but you've blown my mind, sir, about Yo Mama. There are – everyone is, is a writer that they found to write these jokes and it's not – Well, the way – okay, they initially had an audition because they not, wanted – I'm thinking they're rounding up people and like th- you were Eventually tough. that's what it became <laughs> like. But guy. initially like they, they had like a lot of auditions for it because I, I remember I went in and – Whatever, and then they brought me back, and then they like brought. What me did to, you do in the audition room? I would just I just went through jokes that I wrote. Basically. Yo, mama jokes. Yeah. I mean, that's what the audition is as well. Basically, and they they liked me because mothers I was of like, America. Well, because I was Your like children will. Turn. They liked me because I was like sarcastic and dry. My jokes were kind of weird, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't street at all. And most yeah. of the other people there were like serious, like hardcore, like yo mama. Type yeah. mom, jokes, snappers. you know, gangsters, uh, your mama types. Well, that's like, and then the callback is like they brought us in, like me and this other guy to like face off for producers, and it was like the stupidest thing ever. And and think with the guy they brought me in with, like, was just awful. So he, I, and then I would just turn into me, just like because they said like, well, we make fun of each other. Yeah. So then it just turned into me, just like picking on him, basically like smashing whatever jokes he threw up there that were really bad. But that's Aww. like what they wanted. Uh, anyways, you were just horrible. following orders. It was. Well, that's what they it say was. in Guantanamo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and that so doesn't then, work uh, out, you guys. Yeah, that was not a lot of fun to do. <laughs> it was something. What was your? It's, do you remember your joke that got on? Well, I mean, it, it, there's a, at least like seven, eight jokes. What's your favorite? Come on, um, but do not look at me because I do not want to pretend it's about my mother. And can, I will you, get and can you can I find clips of these? Are there like is yeah? There like a Japanese if you go import? to like my website. YouTube and you type in like <laughs> yeah. Yo Mama, and I think like Cole, I think it pops up. Whoa! Um, it's just throw it's, down, throw it's down. Dumb jokes like. Uh, God, what did I do? Like, your uh, your mama's so ugly. Even call <laughs> you said her, your mama. Your, your, your mother. mother. Your mother is so. Uh, I think it was like your mama's so ugly. Even Colin Farrell won't sleep with her because that was back Whoa. when you were sleeping with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, your mama's so old. Even Ashton Kutcher would date her, which Wilmer thought was very Kutcher. funny. Um, uh, Mario, <laughs> what's going uh, on? <laughs> yeah, but then then like when it got to the point where like I was out of jokes, I was pulling like really weird ones out that I knew would not. Mm-hmm. Play. Your mom is so gross. She eats feces in her smoothies. No, just things like uh, a good one. Yeah. Your mom is so ugly. Gross. Even Salvador Dali was like, never would have thought of that. Like, <laughs> oh, weird yeah. shit that was one. like that. People were like, what? Like, I mean, I hear that on the streets all the time. Yeah, the well, streets, the hood where I hang out. Salvador Dali disses are everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. This also, the by the way, guys. is is the longest conversation your mama has ever had and deserves. <laughs> so let's go back to yeah. <laughs> after yeah. hours. Please. So well, you guys you started transition? doing improv, yeah. and then obviously they didn't work out. So you moved to scripting everything. And how'd you cut yeah. the five other people? Yeah, we so never told them. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't. They weren't um, cracked employees. Views yeah. later, they yeah. might have caught yeah. wind of him. We we tried it that way. It was a disaster and a train wreck. And then we we thought, well, okay, this is going to work much better if ever if it's scripted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if everybody has their own individual arguments, and so we decided, and it was. <laughs> Much fewer people. Yeah. Many, many fewer? Many? Fewer people. Fewer people. <laughs> and so we, uh, we decided we wanted Michael, Dan, and me, and then we, we wanted um, somebody else that, that would represent 
women female voice yeah we don't yeah. even have that and we knew katie willard we'd worked with her before and uh michael had done a bunch of sketches with her yeah. for those are muskets and my audition of her into the show because we, we already knew we liked her as an actress and a person and the first episode was about back to the future and so i just said hey i'm dan i work for cracked here's 1300 words about back to the future what say you to that? And she just came back with a mini essay about, I think it's interesting that this happened. And so she just fit in with the, with that's the whole, awesome. yeah. And that's, and episodes are still written like that with very improv heavy. Like it starts with just the four of us, plus the editor in chief and co-creator of the show, Jack O'Brien and Justin Vire, our director in a room. And someone will say something as, as clear as here are six things that I learned about star Trek that I wanted to bounce off you guys, or as vague as I want to talk about Batman. And then we just go and everyone bounces ideas off off of each other and whoever's going to write that episode takes notes and then whittles that like three-hour conversation down into a 10-page script. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't – I mean going into it, we didn't realize how valuable – we just sort of lucked into the fact that um, the animation works so well for it. Yeah, we, it's great. Yeah. We we thought originally, well, we're just going to do this show about pop culture, and then we realized that that even in the the improv one, it's well, this is this is just going to be people talking the entire yeah. time, and we thought, oh, we can show so much more, and we can do so much more um, with animation. Let's let's just try and put in some some cartoons, and then we said, okay, well, we we can do one person for each person's brain. That would be cool. And as we did it, it just it helped us out so much. It helps tell the story, and it makes it so much more faster. Yeah. Uh, and you can you and can you follow get more jokes too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah totally. Yeah. Because there's all these visual things going on. It's really fun. Well, do you guys have any like surprises planned for the next season? Are you, are you keeping it similar? Or like how, how are you? I'm working? joining the cast. You guys. Jody Foster. Jody. Jody. Spoiler alert. Oh, Jody Foster is I'm not watching the then. going to be Thank great. <laughs> we, do, we do have one uh, guest who's a regular cracked face that people have seen all the time. And he's even you see him in the background of almost every episode. It's Cody Johnson, who's the, who's the chef. Oh, cool. He actually gets, he becomes the fifth voice in one episode with Whoa. an argument that sort of throws the central argument into a new direction and uh it's fun yeah we like cody a lot he's really he's very talented so we're happy to get him to pop into the episode way to go cody yeah (laughs) i'm just slinging burgers anymore and uh one someone is gonna die in the last episode oh good yeah Typical. One, of, one of the four is going to It's die. me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jody. We well, saw that coming. On the series, it's got 13 million views or nice. something around that. That's that's quite a few people. I think more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So Thanks, guys. way Thank to go, you. guys. Yeah, way awesome. to go. Well, let's, let's do first. Okay, good. We do this every podcast. Uh, it's a different first question like the first. Movies on the theater, et cetera. This being episode 76, I think. We're wow. a little out interesting. there. Interesting. <laughs> uh, what was the first breakfast cereal you can remember calling your favorite? Golden Grahams. No question. Whoa. Golden Grams. And you, they, you they take a minute? You can take a minute. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Absolutely. I've you been, want some scratch paper? For, no, <laughs> no. Soren can take all the time he, he, he needs. I, Golden, Golden Grams. Uh, I said Golden Grams, right? Yes. Yeah, many times. Did you say Golden Grams? It's, it's Golden, Golden, Golden Grams. It's Golden Grams. It's Golden Grams. Golden Grams. And they're really smart about it, too, because they make their boxes slightly smaller than all the other cereal boxes, mm. so it goes quicker, and you, you want it more. Because it's it's a you also did a bulking up motion when you said you want it. <laughs> you want it more. Uh, and I'm the youngest of three boys, so all food go, would go quick in the house. And uh, we'd oh. see here's this tiny box of golden grams, and we would all just 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 fight to get it. And it was just so precious. 
What is the taste so of golden grams? Yeah, it's uh, disgusting. They're disgusting. No. Oh my god, no. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of good. No, They're really good. Is it, is it well, a you really might be, honey you might be sweet. You might be cinnamon. doing it wrong too Wait, because it's supposed to only have a little bit of milk in there just to get it kind of like wobbly. I'm I'm doing <laughs> hand motions at the microphone. Yeah, when golden grams no, the gets, mic is when golden that gets really soggy. It gets really gross. soggy really quickly yeah. and it's terrible. Yeah. Wait, it, it disintegrates in milk, this cereal. What's, so only give use a little bit of milk. Like what's the long line for this milk cereal? Milk is just kryptonite, let's be honest. Yeah. What the log line, I don't I put it in your mouth and it's really no, good. No, no, no. Oh. I mean like flavor wise, like if cinnamon toast walked into it's, no, it's a graham like, it's, cracker. It's like cinnamon toast crunch yeah. makes uh, cinnamon toast. Yeah. Graham, yeah, this is graham crackers in a cereal form. Yeah. Oh. That sounds good. Honey graham crackers. Yeah, I guess is honey the, graham crackers. Yeah. Really, really good. <laughs> and you can make uh, some really dope, like, uh, rice cr- you know, you make rice crispy treats? Yeah. And how, make, and how they're really, like, rad and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> well, you can make, uh, um, with chocolate and marshmallows and graham crackers, you can make, uh, golden grams, you can make s'mores crispy treats. Whoa. And they are dope as fuck. They're really That good. sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. So let's all... Calm down with this hate at Golden it's, Grams. I really, I remember this first time that I ate Golden Grams and, and thinking I never want to eat this again. It, and I love sugar. Well, you, well, you, well, you, well, you I like kid. Golden Grams. I, I've got your back there. I Thank like you. It. Thank you. Yeah. My favorite cereal was uh, Alphabets with marshmallows. Oh yeah. Because I had the Alphabets for a long time and I was allowed to eat those and yeah. I didn't know that they did it with marshmallows. Yeah. And, and the alphabets aren't very sweet either. No, they're they're marshmallows get into every cereal, kind of like cranberry gets into every juice eventually. Yeah. And the, and what a great design! Because <laughs> as a kid, I loved the idea of marshmallows in my cereal. Right. It it was like yeah. I mean, I would have done anything. Yeah. <laughs> have they ever? Because I think we millionaire baby costume. Yeah. <laughs> I think our our situations were were similar. That we wouldn't get in my family marshmallow cereal. Every week, that wouldn't be a oh, thing. That no. would, like you'd get it, and then here's Cheerios for a while. Here's Kicks for a while. Kicks, Kicks was like such disgusting. Sweet and corn. Choosy moms. No, that's just. Yeah. Wait, Kicks. It's, kid tested, tested mother, mother approved. approved. Yeah. Yeah. And then it would be a real. It would be a real coup if we got marshmallow <laughs> cereal or Cookie Crisp. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to eat cereal, uh, sugar cereal, except on the weekends, and then it was not. Even then, it was like my mom was like, "No lucky charms, nothing, nothing with these marshmallows." And I was like, "Well, then that's what I want." Yeah, I must have. So, how did you get them? Friends' houses. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we, had, would, we had a certain like sugar content rule. Like, we, I could get whatever I wanted as long as like the grams of sugar was below a certain point. So we'd look at the side and be like, "Can I have this?" She'd be like, "No, it's fourteen. It's got to be below eleven or whatever it was." Oh. That was kind of the rule. So for me, yeah. like my favorite cereal, and I still love it to this day for some strange reason, is Rice Chex. Like, it's oh, delicious. I love Rice Chex. Not as but, a kid. When I, even as a kid, because I could eat it, mm-hmm. but then every once in a while we would go and visit my uh, grandmother and she had like Lucky Charms and all yeah. the sugary stuff. And that's, that's when it was what like, grannies are for. Yeah. that was when it was like a special, special time. Yeah. I was not allowed to have sweet things. And, um, we always had healthy ish cereal, a lot of Cheerios basically. And yeah. my dad, I will never wash my ears out of the noise of my dad eating grape nuts every morning while we sat at the breakfast table. Like you're just waking up and there's like a, <laughs> by a man with a newspaper, just like staring everyone down. Oh, I feel like grape nuts were made on a dare. <laughs> They're really the Why worst. Why are they things? called grape nuts? There are not grapes in there. They are not, I don't get it. It's just called good luck. Yeah. That should be the name of the just call it all nuts. Yeah. It does resemble though, the grape granular gross seeds that are sometimes in grapes it's just oh, mashed up yeah. gross yeah dried yeah, out the mashed worst up. thing it's, it's something like they require you to eat if you work in a quarry or something but otherwise like i don't i don't know 
Donaldson. And or, or an orphanage. Right. <laughs> Baby hell. That's where you eat grape nuts. Um, but I went, oh. so I went to my friend Monica Katashenko's house for a sleepover once. Mm-hmm. And, um, that prostitute went to her place. Yeah, luckily. I remember she had a crush on my crush. At the same time, it was like in second grade, and I had no chance with this oh, no. guy, but she had oh, printed out. Not with that attitude. And I know, right? Um, aw. We can say goodbye to Evan. <laughs> Bye. Evan Bye. just passed Evan. us notes. <laughs> um, but so in the morning I ate a lot of Lucky Charms and then I snuck more Lucky Charms because Monica had all this sugar cereal and then I threw up at Monica Sh- Katashenko's house. What color was the throw up? It was kind of pinkish. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was legit. Vintage kid stuff. <laughs> I remember that's something that I remember about being a kid. That kids were just losing it and throwing up all the time. Like research, re, recess. <laughs> did you go to childhood at a frat party? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> we were, went we to were, Keg Stand Elementary. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. At, at Holy Family Phi Sigma Church Catholic <laughs> School where I went. Um, no, they're, they're, it's just something I remember from recess. Of you have lunch and then recess, and kids are staying online waiting to get in, and then just. Red fruit punch spewing out of some Yuck. kid's mouth, and we're, we all we all move because it seems it seems startling to me thinking about it because I never see anyone throw up now, and it used to be so much so much uh, a much bigger part of my life growing up. Yeah, kid just barks, shrugs, just shrugs, and goes. Yeah. Like, what was going up, on in New Jersey? I, what yeah. ubiquitous vomit all Mario over New Jersey. Mario is covered in vomit I, and crying. Right. Well, I come from a, a, a family a of kidnappers <laughs> and knife wielders. I grew up in like a. a a Charles Dickens play. And on a houseboat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just barfing. <laughs> all right, let's do my question. I'm sorry to hear okay, about Sorry. Uh, all right, so uh, we're going to play a fun little game now. Hopefully that is fun and little and a game. Uh, <laughs> Pop culture battle royale. I'm going to give you a list of ten popular characters from TV and film, some of which are on uh, some of the shows that you guys list as your favorites. If they're all thrown together into a sprawling arena and told to kill each other off, a la The Hunger Games... Who would prevail and what order would they go in? Mm. So here are the ten that you're going to have to decide the fates of. Omar Little from The Wire. Sheriff Seth Bullock from Deadwood. Hit Girl from Kick-Ass. Walter White from Breaking Bad. Boyd Crowder from Justified. Ellen Ripley from the Alien series of films. Gay Perry from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Big Chris from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That's the Vinnie Jones character. Sarah Connor from the Terminator films. And Michael Weston from Burn Notice. Those are the ten that are thrown into this arena. Just like any other kind of thing, there's just random weapons everywhere. Um, do you want to look at the list? No, I've got it. Oh. Yeah, I do. Oh, wow. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to start? Golden because I have a, I'm, I'm Golden Grams, yeah. <laughs> uh, Golden Grams win. I, I, I want to kind of go through the brackets first and like decide who I know is out. I want to do process of elimination I think here. Uh, the guy from Burn Notice is out because I've never watched that show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, I don't watch Burn Notice either. So he's, he's dead first. He's shot himself. Um, Too bad he is a trained CIA spy, <laughs> very versatile in hand-to-hand combat. But no big deal. Sorry, Michael. You're gone. He ran for is the he, cornucopia. He, um, <laughs> let's see. Hit girls out. No, no, no. Hold on. No. O- Omar Little is, has he, he is notoriously bad against kids. He got oh. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> For those of you who have not watched season five of The Wire, <laughs> Omar Little doesn't do well. I mean, he he treats kids like kids. He's got these laws that he abides by, and yeah. none of these people are. I mean, the, the hate girl can kill him. Sure. Yeah, Omar's is tentatively my top choice, but that's a good that's a good wrench in those works. Whoa, Seth Bullock. I don't think he would make it. He's he's uh, too honorable to kill Hit Girl again and uh, Ellen Ripley. Yeah, I, I think you have to take out anyone here who's honor bound because I think that they would die early on. Gay Perry's out. Right. 
I love him and I love that movie, but he's uh, not very fast. I feel like some running will be involved. And climbing. <laughs> right. Does, does uh, Ellen Ripley have her uh, she doesn't lifting have a big suit? No. Okay. The power loader? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That big game changer. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> she won really fast. <laughs> Walter White will do anything to not die. Yep. He's, he's pretty a devious. Pretty strong choice. And he's really smart. Yeah. And he's not above anything. killing a kid or putting a kid in danger. As we found out. Yeah. In the what? wire, in that crossover. Yeah, event. yeah. That was a great episode. I love it when they he do that. He drowned Omar's killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's really intense. Um, but she's also, I mean, she's she's skilled in hand to hand combat. She's skilled with weapons, and she's skilled with like ballistics too. So she can shoot a gun. She can stab people. Hit girl, you're still saying? I'm sorry. Yeah, the only female she's on this. You're hung up on these Outside sexy kids, yeah. aren't you, Soren? <laughs> <laughs> and she wears that little wig that's purple, just yeah. like the wig that Pretty Woman wore. <laughs> Let's, what, She's what, winning. Let's throw Paisley in. Paisley's in the arena, too. I'm, it's Paisley, then. Paisley wins it. So Hit Girl has been successful in the movie mm-hmm. when she had the element of surprise, when she could sneak up on people, and there's like, here, here are all these guys in the hallway, and she's just mowing them down because they're, they're confined. Uh, and she had the statistical advantage to that. If it's Hunger Games and they all shoot up in tubes, yeah. where does her advantage go? Oh. Also, she's raised in the city. What does she know about, about the jungle? Survival. This is a Hunger Games situation where they have to go grab weapons from the middle, too. Yep. Yeah. Or they can run into the woods. And well, she's got little legs, too. Because she's not going to get there faster than anybody. As soon as you... You say she's skilled in hand-to-hand combat, but the the most accurate part of Kick-Ass is when she fights Mark Strong by himself. Just this little girl versus yeah. this man. She doesn't have weapons. And he just kicks the shit out of her because she's a little girl. And there's not... And her punches yeah. mean okay. nothing. But she could pull a roux and do a lot of climbing. Could what do you well how, we didn't talk about Sarah Connor at all. What do you think? I don't know that she. I think she's dead. Yeah, I'm not sure that she could do much here. She's, she's just so mentally unstable. She's been through. She so would much. lose it so quick. She would be scared, and then she would get shot. Well, yeah. and there's a lot of luck in the success that she had. Yes, That's in true. both movies. That's true. It's very it true. wasn't in her hands. No, I mean she did a lot of pull-ups in the second one, but yeah, blah blah. That only gets you so far. <laughs> what's What's Big Chris like? Is he like a Vinnie Jones? Kind oh of guy? yeah, he is Vinnie Jones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so he's he's. Um, he's ruthless, and is that the same one where he slams some guy's head in a door, or is that Snatch? Snatch? Later on, it might he be. He does Snatch. that in every movie. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but he's a he's a big dude. He's yeah. probably not that quick, but he could use brute force. He's pretty badass, and he's yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think he's also amoral as well. Yeah, so. I don't. Oh, is, uh, is I don't watch Justified. Is Boyd also Bullock? Is it Boyd? Is uh, no, that's Walton Goggins' character. Oh, okay, who's uh, pretty shifty, and uh, his loyalty goes back and forth from good to bad. So, mm. and he's killed people, and he's a smuggler and a gun runner and a drug dealer and all sorts of things. Yeah, so I'm going to say it's down to Big Chris and Boyd and. Walter White. I'm, Walter. I'm picking yeah. Walter White to, to well, win it all. Tell me about oh. Michael Weston. He was a, a CIA he's a operative. CIA spy. So he's in, in this series. He goes back and forth from doing like you know mysteries of the week, so to speak, helping out people that are taking on drug dealers and mm-hmm. kingpins and things like that, and then also trying to get back into the CIA. So he's he's hand to hand combat trained. He's like it was like SEAL. He's like all sorts of. He's relying awesome. on a team though, right? He has a team in that show. Yeah, but it's like Bruce Campbell and Gabriel Anwar. So okay. he does most of the heavy lifting. <laughs> okay, burn. No, they're great. Oh, but, yeah, they're, they're great, but it's it's like she's like she makes bombs and and then Bruce Campbell just kind of does like work for him to scout things out or whatever. Like he does most of the actual. You're rooting for him. Fighting. 
I think he would do pretty well. Yeah. I think he would necessarily <laughs> win, but certainly in the final front four. Runner. He's a front runner, <laughs> but he's also pretty. He's pretty moral, though he has done things as an operative that he's not proud of. So <laughs> I don't know. I think Walter. I think Walter White's a pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Walter bet. White. I, think I like that, Walter White, assuming that. Big Chris isn't the last one left. Like, uh, oh yeah, if they had a showdown, in brackets that it's not down to the two biggest, strongest guys, or not down to one of right. the bigger, bigger, stronger guys. You know. Okay, well then let's let's say that I, I would assume that the first thing Omar Little would do is take out whoever is the biggest threat yeah. mm-hmm. to him, and he wouldn't recognize a hit girl as a threat, and so I think he would. I think Big Chris would be gone pretty yeah. early on. Yeah, by him. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go with um, That's with Walter. Yeah. Walter's the guy who would also make it to the end of Survivor, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, he's just because he'll poison. He'll flying. find out where everybody's drinking. He'll yeah. poison that he'll half of them are gone. Berries. Is everybody yeah. stopping for like Gatorade breaks yeah. in between the fighting? All right, I think I think we I think yeah. Walter White pulls it off. Okay, well done, guys, guys, it's well time done. for my questions. Okay. Have you guys ever met an Olsen twin? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Next. <laughs> um, she does ask that every time. <laughs> I'm always just you know curious. All it's right. an intellectual thing. Sure. Um, <laughs> Okay, if you could date a character from one of your favorite childhood shows, who would it be? But you have to think about them in sort of realistic terms. So the show examples I'm thinking of, of like, oh, this could be a good pool, would be like, hey, dude, or the Wonder Years, Married with Children, whatever you think of is like, oh, that would be great. Like, whose daughter or whose friend would you want to date? Um, That's a really good question. Thank you. I don't want to immediately say Mary Jane Watson from the Spider-Man cartoon, but I have that as a fallback if I don't think of something better. Golden Grams. Golden Grams. <laughs> I, I, I do cop. <laughs> really like Winnie Cooper. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super Cooper. Um, because she's just flawless. Yeah. And uh, the poor cute. She was so confused in like the first season with mm. boys and the way it worked. And yeah. I just, I fell for her. Um, I think she'd look really good in a wig with like a midriff. (laughs) (laughs) With sort of like a ring in the middle over the Uh, the uh, belly. You know, I'd probably be all about uh, Clarissa Darling. Oh, yeah. You guys would make a cute couple. Thank you. Yeah. She was fun. You could crawl in her window at night. P.S. Parents, watch out. (laughs) Check your children's windows and do not let them get pet alligators. (laughs) I'm sorry, but Clarissa's parents, her dad was too busy making up hamburgers people could live in <laughs> to realize that their daughter had like a sexual predators. Yeah. She was bait. She was. Elvis didn't protect her from shit. No. But how do you feel about Clarissa explains it all? <laughs> do you have an opinion? Or? I was a big fan. <laughs> Burger Burger. Do you remember those cartoons or the video games? She made her video games. Yeah. Made video so games. cool. Yeah. She was so awesome. Man. Okay. That was I really might also take uh, Stephanie Tanner. You don't get to start a commune. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's coming with Tanner? me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Stephanie? I, yeah. Well, listen. The heart wants what the heart wants. I was a child, <laughs> and she was my age, and I had a crush. Oh my god! I don't know if that qualifies as a kid show, though. Yeah, it does. Jody Sweden. Hey, oh. Yeah. She's a kind of available. I think, well, she got still. hooked on meth for a while. <laughs> really into meth. <laughs> She's over that now. Yeah. So if you're interested, what was it? She had a catchphrase. She did. Yes. Ah, uh, no, no, that's hold on. She didn't say, <laughs> she didn't how, say rude. how rude. No, that was that's, also the little one. The little ones. She didn't say cut it. No, out. it was how rude. Yeah, that wasn't. No, that was, was that how rude. That was totally the little Olsen. I don't because think she wrong, learned Daniel. it from her sister. Yeah, I think Stephanie. Yeah, I think you're right. Really? I yeah. think it was how rude. I think yep. you're right. Yeah. Damn. Oh, okay. Great choice, this guy. Um. Oh yeah, I forget what I write, and then I look down, and I'm like. 
you guys can have fun with this. <laughs> I hear they're making Rumpelstiltskin the hip hopera, and that you guys are signed on to produce. Um, it's supposed to be inspired by the fairy tale boom that's going on mm-hmm. with all these Snow White movies and everything, and Glee. And so I was just wondering if you guys could tell me a little bit more about this project. It sounds really exciting. Thank you. Yeah, Peter Dinklage is attached, uh, <laughs> and he's he's a dream to work with. Oh, I've heard great things. Mm-hmm. Soren is is a producer slash choreographer. He, wow! Because Soren, not a lot of people know this. He uh, was a semi professional gymnast for several years. Whoa! Yeah, so college. it's it's good to be able to you know use your history and your background to yeah. to work on a new project to like this. To bring hip hop to life, right. and yeah. we're bringing a whole lot of the the Disney musical vibe, where they're there. It's more of like a visual spectacle than it is a straight up musical. Oh uh, yeah, hip hop right. Uh, so where does the urban side come in? Well, we we don't want to like spoil it, but we spend a lot of time on the spinning of gold yeah. in this. <laughs> there's a whole lot of that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um. In fact, gold is there's at least I think there's five six songs about about just spinning yeah. gold. Spinning there's gold not, records. <laughs> Rumble oh. Stillskin. Here's the thing about Rumble Stillskin. Uh, it's not about a lot of things. It's just yeah. the one thing. It's the it's the little troll coming into the ladies' room and getting her to spin gold. So there's not. There are very few side characters that can be like, and now here's the 11 o'clock number right. from this guy. So we were a real challenge. The, who do you have as the princess? The princess, uh, Sutton Foster. Do you know her? Oh, she was a uh, wow. Broadway star. Yeah. yeah. Leaving yeah, anything goes for a, this. Yeah. yeah. That's a very brave choice. Yeah. It's a challenge for her too. She has to do a lot of rapping. In yeah. It Not it's her a, strong it's, suit. It's a hip hop. It's, <laughs> it's a, surprising to me. Uh, a dopus, if you will. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm excited. That was really good. That's a keeper, my friend. <laughs> yeah, we're we're pretty excited yeah. about it. Okay, and I heard that's coming. Well, it didn't get picked up exactly, but it's right. going to be a mini mini series. Is that right? On yes. ABC, yeah, Family? four parts. Okay, four yeah. parts. And uh, if we're lucky, maybe like a second season, we'll figure something else we'll out see. to do with it. Yeah. The story is is really should be about seven seasons, but we're going to try to make each season uh, self contained. That's smart. You know how it is yeah. now. Nobody yeah. watches anything except on Netflix right, and demand. Exactly. So, so you yeah, have to make. Something you got to do it all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were worried that that it, the whole premise is based on not saying somebody's name and when, trying to work in Rumpelstiltskin into the rap is really complicated. But oh. we're really proud of the yeah. way that like it, it adds a punch at the very end when oh she says his gosh. name. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to see how this plays out. It really saved us. Very few things rhyme with Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, yeah. Like jump, I'll spill sins. That's, really, that's one. Yeah, but couldn't work that into the show. Dump your milk bins. <laughs> Dump your milk bins. <laughs> I can come on to help if you need, <laughs> if you need any punch up. <laughs> I've got a lot of rhymes for that. I'm really inspired by Eminem. Eminem? Eminem? I'm from the East Coast. Okay. Would you rather, well, first of all, you guys, your show went too far and you depicted a wizard badly on After Hours and you angered a real wizard. You know, there's a whole group of wizards living out here that we're just making fun of and they're Mm -hmm. sick of it. So basically, they've got you in their cave and they're giving you a choice of two punishments that you have to live with. You can either have no ears and no nose, just the holes, so no, you know, cartilage or flesh Mm -hmm. around it, or... Have a bad case of body warts from the neck down. May I ask a question? Yes. I have no ears and no nose. Do I still have the functions that yes, they Yes, because you have the holes and everything. Mm-hmm. But that makes your hearing worse if you don't have the ear so you and the sound. kind of Voldemort-ish yes. is what you're saying. Yeah. And what, uh, the nose functions is a lot of things. I mean, it keeps out dust and particles. And Do I have allergies in this scenario? Yeah. I Do mean, I still well, have nose hair just seeping out of the hole? Nope. That's good. Yeah, that's a big plus. <laughs> and what about when I'm sick? Does it, can you just see all of the, the mucus? mucus not yeah, it's it, it must, it will, is it easier to get out? Much because easier because you don't have caves for it to hide in, you yeah. know. But you, 
you look like you don't have a nose, which is depending on people's taste, that repulsive was my next or <laughs> visually. Are the warts planner warts or are they? Oh man, I've been googling those Google imaging planners warts. You guys, that is a rose of warts, right? <laughs> it is just like. Petals and petals of wart <laughs> tissue. There's so much better things on Google Images yeah. you can well, be looking at. Well, I watched at. every Name Coco one. the Gorilla video that exists <laughs> in a three-day span, and I mean every one. And then I got onto a planner's work kick. So that's actually <laughs> that's what inspired the progression. <laughs> well, her nipples got me thinking. <laughs> I wish that wasn't true, but anyway, um, they're just. I think it's more like. Did you guys ever see on TLC? Um, the bubble boy, the man that has his skin as bubbles, like the, those freak show shows that they're like, his name was no. Dee Dee and his skin was covered in these. Oh, that was Tree Bark, but his friend was the bubble boy. Um, who they're had, friends? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's in Indonesia, I believe. And so Dee Dee, he had this disease of warts that makes his skin grow long mm-hmm. like Tree Bark. And he traveled around with a band of buddies that all had genetic mutations and they got money given to them that's by called people. a freak show what you're describing is a freak show <laughs> no it's just buddies yeah. on a road trip <laughs> four buddies and they go to tents they and then people come into the tents in a while and, and cry and throw up and um yeah i'm just imagining this as warts like okay. your skin okay. is warts oh the whole thing is all yeah. warts i would do no ear no nose really? i would as well yeah yeah whoa why 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 would you want to be covered in warts? Yeah, From the warts, neck down. Yeah, well, uh, you still have your head. But you think about how that would affect the. I'm thinking this from a utilitarian perspective. Okay. You, the things that it's going to damage in your life to yeah. have warts over your entire body. <laughs> yeah, warts are because they'll hurt. Right, that's like a tender. Aren't they? So you're going to be wearing sweatpants and yeah. grumbling at the elastic for the rest of your life. I mean, even sitting down Ew. would be painful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, these wizards are assholes. Let's be honest. I know. Yeah, but I don't think I would ever want to have a skull nose. You, you'd be really concerned about that. Yeah. I think I could I could uh, dress that situation up more easily than I could the warts. <laughs> there are things. I can wear a lot of skull caps that cover my ears, certainly. And then um, they made a man made these glasses that there are glasses and they have a fake rubber nose. What? Like right on there. Yeah. Really? And even a mustache if you've got a few extra bucks to spend. Does exist? Yeah, they do. Yeah. That's got to be pricey. Yeah, I can't imagine that's cheap. They're actually very expensive. <laughs> well... That's what the internet's for, I guess. That's true. Well, good choice, you guys. This is your last question. And I think it's a really good one. I disagree, but go for it. Okay. (laughs) This is another would you rather. Um, And I know my answer immediately, and I'm interested to see how immediately you know yours. Would you rather eat a person you don't know that's been prepared, cooked? So you're... You basically are put in a room and they're like, this was a man. That one. Yeah. I like that yeah. one. Already. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm really curious. Or you have to murder a friend's cat by hand. Wow, those are both Ooh, really fun really things. good. <laughs> um, Which kind of party do you want to have, basically? I'll eat the person. There's, there's, there's not going to be any uh, fallout from eating. That's probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! I gotta think about that. I'm actually I'm gonna go with murdering the friend's cat. Really? Yeah, without asking any more questions. Because you why you will they will know you'll Mm -hmm. you'll see Mm -hmm. Katie Stoll's face when you murder her cat or someone pick someone you know who's got a cat. Katie Stoll and yeah, and she's gonna (laughs) she's gonna see you kill Henry Henry. the cat that she loves very much. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, but sh- I have to do them. it. I don't have a choice. I'll, it's either that. You or do I'm, have a choice. You exactly. I'll explain have a to her <laughs> that it would either be that, or I'm or I'm eating a stranger. A and stranger I, that I've prepared for you. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you proportionally. I I have. A, I don't think I could eat a person. You think you could, but. Tasting it, I think you'd be, you'd realize this is person. I think it'd yeah. be very clear. Nature has Wait proven a second. you. This is person. Wait. <laughs> no, I, is this man? Is this? Uh, I once uh, you dick. took a shot of, of breast milk. And, I've done that. And even having that in my mouth, my immediate response was, "This, this came from a person. I can tell. I can tell. What this came from was that, that wasn't a good feeling. No. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I tried my friend's breast milk, and it was delicious. You I, liked it? Yeah. How, how much of it did you drink? Did you just have like a sip of it? Just like a shot. Yeah, I took a shot of it, yeah. and it was. But the uh, it's like very vanilla. Sweet. I think it was. Maybe she eats really well. I don't know what it was, but I would certainly eat a person. Yeah. I mean, this is all to say. You know, what it reminded me I'm of is, is uh, coconut water. Yes, exactly. I it's don't a, like coconut water. I do not. I don't because it tastes human to me. <laughs> uh, would well, you? I would eat a person. Yeah, me too. No problem, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you don't know who they are. But you're killing a person over killing a cat. This person I died. Didn't say this that. person was a racist and he died. No, we uh, don't know. Could have been no, anybody. Mine was. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can taste the racist. He's the person that wrote Tar Baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure at this point no one's listening anymore, so I don't know why we're <laughs> continuing why do this we conversation. Fake it? It's Monopoly. This is the Monopoly podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. Yeah, That's you guys uh, are great. We love your show, and I'm so excited you. for it to keep trucking. Thank yep. you very much. Uh, go to cracked.com. You can see after hours there. Are you guys on the Twitter? Yes. yes. What are your handles? I am D O B underscore incorporated I N C. And I'm I'm <laughs> Soren S O R E N underscore L T D. It was a little thing we did. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those Twitter it's like I, my name is Dan O'Brien, that's what I want. And they're like, Well, that's taken, and so is everything else you're gonna want, except D O B Incorporated. Done. All right. There you go. And you're limited? Uh, yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put more of yourself out there. You can follow me at Jody underscore the beaver. Ew. Uh, I'm, Never. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Whee! Thanks, everybody. Thanks for having us. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.